<laughs> I hope you've had a good evening so far, but I wonder if at the moment you're feeling a little bit wary because you've belted out some carols, you can smell the mulled wine, you know it's going to be a good evening, but then this guy who works for a church gets on stage and you know he's going to talk about some stuff about Christmas you just don't agree with. You don't think it's right, and I, I know this. I know because it's one of the most hotly contested issues that always comes up this time of the year. I've, I've seen it all over social media. Uh, it will be discussed in churches up and down the country the next few weekends. I've read an article about it on the BBC, and so I thought it's only fair if I make my position very clear right from the outset. I do think Die Hard is a Christmas film. <laughs> Have a Merry Christmas. I... <laughs> not be. It's set at Christmas time. He's going to see his family at Christmas. It's set at a Christmas party. There's Christmas music. Up with Muppets Christmas Carol. It is my favorite Christmas movie. <laughs> Take out the Christmas from that and the lines just don't work. Imagine Alan Rickman without this. Now I have a machine gun. Ho, ho, ho. It makes it. The Santa zinger. But the thing... But the thing I really love about it is at the end when they drive off and Let It Snow is belting out over the credits, I get the <sighs> Christmassy feeling. You know what I mean? That, ah, oh, Christmas is coming, everything's going to be great. Which is odd because murder <laughs> and violence and profanity don't normally get me in a merry mood. For that, I think I have to look at my other favorite Christmas film to get a better idea. You see, in The Muppets Christmas Carol, in, well, I'm serious, the, <laughs> the ghost of Christmas present sings Scrooge a song, and he tells him, wherever you find love, it feels like Christmas. Yeah, wherever you find love, it feels like Christmas. And I think I'll go along with that. See, the Bible describes love in a couple of ways. One is emotional. It's that feeling, that oh, excitement. I mean, Die Hard itself is probably just nostalgia for Christmas, <laughs> but uh, it's that love emotion we feel it. But it also describes it as an action, something we do. We don't just feel love, we do love. And that action is giving. And giving is huge at Christmas. I mean, presents an obvious one. You might be cynical about it, it's over-commercialized, you feel obligated, but ultimately we give because we love. It's how we demonstrate that we love one another. All year I listen to my wife Cheryl, she tells me things she likes and I listen to them so that in December I can say, what was that thing she said in May that I, I need to remember and so that I can buy her a Christmas present that says, look sweetheart, this is how much I love you and I've been listening to you all year. Because it... <laughs> because I love her. It's not just presents that we give, it's time. Maybe to our friends, our colleagues who are hosting a Christmas party and we think, oh, another one, I'd rather have a night in. But I value you, so I'll go to the party. It's not too taxing, is it? Family, maybe harder. I have a strange relationship with my family in that when I'm away from them, I really miss them. And then when I'm with them, they sort of annoy me. <laughs> Particularly my extended family. There is only so many times I can talk about 
Uh, my grandparents' two favorite topics are the weather, they'd have a field day today, <laughs> and Devonshire traffic. I mean, I know the M5 and I know the A30, but that's about where I stop. But, but I do it, I talk with them, because I love them, and so I give them my time. I give them my attention. Maybe we give money. Maybe we watch the Christmas Carol, Muppets or otherwise, and we're reminded that Scrooge, part of his redemption is that he gives money to the less fortunate than himself. And so we're like, yes, this is the season of goodwill, and you fill out the check or whatever it is to tear fund, and you get that warm feeling. Ha, huh, I feel Christmassy now because I've given away. Because that is the Christmassy feeling. To give and have been given to love. That's nice and warm, and fuzzy, and Christmassy. But actually, it's better than that, because it helps us understand the Christmas story. It helps us make sense of all the things we've been hearing tonight about Emmanuel, God with us, Jesus being born. I want you to do something for me. Indulge me just a moment. Would you close your eyes? Close your eyes, close your eyes. I used to work in a primary school, so bear with me. I was a dinner lady. <laughs> Close your eyes, and I want you to imagine... I want you to imagine God. Because everyone's got an idea of God, even if you don't believe in him. Even if you can't or won't, because you feel like he let you down in the past. Okay, open your eyes. Who's like me and always imagines a guy with a big, long, gray beard? I still do that. I don't, I've been a Christian for years. and Maybe I saw it in an old children's Bible or I've amalgamated him with Father Christmas. I'm not sure. But that image, if nothing else, it helps me know and remember he's old. Really old. Well, eternal, really. God was there before everything. He'll be there at the end of everything. He is forever and ever. And it's probably a bit daft to imagine him as a, as a, as a man because he's spirit, because he, he is everywhere all at the same time. Maybe you imagined his creator, yeah? I think most religions would have an idea that there was a creator God. And there's, there's a reason for that, because when we look out at the snowy vistas that we've seen today, our hearts light up and we go, wow, I wonder who made this? And the Bible affirms this. It says, he made everything... But he didn't just make it, he also sustains it. He keeps it going. The Bible also tells us that he is surrounded in praise. We got a snapshot in Ashley's reading of the angels giving him glory. But that's his existence all of the time with angels and heavenly beings too difficult to describe, giving him glory, singing carols and like to him, telling him he's ace and he's the best thing there ever was because he is. The next thing I want you to do for me is imagine that's you. Imagine you are God. Living forever, perfectly, all-powerfully, created beasts around you that you made just because you like making them, giving you glory and telling you your ace. Would you give that up we talk about giving at Christmas. Could you give that away? 
I couldn't. I know I couldn't. I can barely give my grandparents five minutes of my time. And yet that is Emmanuel. That is God with us. Because Jesus is God. Christ is the Lord. We've just sung it. And he was on his throne in glory forever. Very, very happy. Perfect life. And he gave it up. To become a man. To become a baby first. And then a zygote before that. <laughs> Jesus, who through whom everything was created, became one of the creatures. Jesus, who was eternal, without beginning and end, who was spirit, who could be everywhere all at the same time, who it was foolishness to think of as a man, became a man. Became flesh and blood and bones and skin. Like you and me. The immortal became mortal. Able to die and feel pain. Which he ultimately did. 30 odd years later, he was tortured and executed, though innocent. And because he was a man, he died. Like every man that's ever been, God died. And yet he never, ever stopped being God. And it meant he couldn't stay dead. So he came back to life. He was resurrected three days later. This is history. This is fact. No one denies the resurrection because of historical data. They deny it because it's difficult to understand. But he came back to life. And then he went into heaven. And I wonder if you're like me. You know the Christmas story. You've heard it before. God in heaven became man. Don't really understand that, but okay. And then he died and resurrected, then went back into heaven, and now he's probably God again. No, he is still God and man. Forever. Christmas is about the moment that eternity changed. The unchangeable one changed. God, who was always the same and always was, always going to be spirit, became a man and now is always going to be a man in heaven. We sung it earlier, that song. I don't think I've ever thought about the lyrics before. We will be with him. We will be with him our resurrected bodies, because we will die, because we are men, but if we believe in him, we will go and be with him, never to die as God and man. God with us. This is what it's about. The Bible says that this is how we know what love is. This is the very definition of love. That Jesus gave himself up for us. Forever. Forever. See, we know something about this. We know a little bit about giving. Because we do it at Christmas. I don't know love like this. But love is not just giving. 
you may be asking yourself, why? Why? Why would he do this? He didn't need us. He, he was perfect. He had everything he needed forever and ever. Because love is also an emotion. And Jesus loves you. Passionately. Completely. Unendingly. He is so enamored with you personally, not you as a group, you, you, he loves you that he gives himself to you. Like I love my wife and try and give her a good present. He loves you so much more and gave you the best thing you could have, which is God with you. Life with him, a future where you'll be with him. And today you can know him by his spirit. He's here today. Because it's a gift. He's offering it to you. Just like Christmas. He's giving it to you. And we have two options. We either receive the gift or not. To receive it is to believe in him. That's the only way we get in. We just believe he did it. It seems unfair, but that's what happens. And like any gift, you could be given it and you unwrap it and you look at it and go, wow, that's so kind. That's so generous. That's so thoughtful. I've got quite a lot of other gifts at the moment. Can I pop this on the side? Look at it later. You can also get given the gift. You can open it and say, yeah, I don't really need this. It's very kind. I can see how it would benefit someone else, but it's not really for me. I'll give it back. You might even try and blank the giver. Pretend he's not there. The present banging on your head. (laughs) Or you can receive it. You can have God with you. Today and forever and ever. Amen.